Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good afternoon. Welcome. It is uh, Thursday. Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Roberts is in for Julia today. Is uh, this another Julia imbibing in peanuts and Cracker Jacks yes, day? Yes, she's in a bleacher okay. seat somewhere, hopefully enjoying the warm baseball weather Maybe and we'll stay for it. Yeah. cheering on the Tommies, the Tommies? Woo! with their Tommy, Tommy Mommies. That's right. Yeah. yeah, so thank you, Holly. Of course, of course. Um, we have to uh, just give a couple things a shout out today, all right? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bubble time at Caribou Coffee. If anyone is wondering, they sent us over a raspberry green tea, a caramel cooler, and a matcha tea cooler. That's right. And I, bubbled means bubble tea. Yeah. Listen, Donnie and I um, gave them away. We we realized that we're not sure that the bubble tea, like that's, it would be wasted on us. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Well, we're not really it. bubble tea people, <laughs> but really. I like knowing that Caribou has bubble tea has, for the people who love bubble tea. Yes. Bubble tea is the thing, if you don't know, it has the tapioca balls, the pearls at the bottom. Yes. And right. it's really sweet, and you can get it in all sorts of different flavors, yes. but you either love the tapioca or you, it freaks you out. The chewy coconut jellies freaked Donnie out. They did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, what is that? Out. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> uh, today, after three years, three long years, Nicolette Mall's Thursday Farmer's Market <gasps> is back. Yay! So that's good news for people who work downtown. Um, it is also a World Press Freedom Day, yes. and I just thought um, there were two great quotes that came up. Uh, George or- Orwell said, freedom of the press, if it means anything at all, means the freedom to criticize and oppose. Thank you. And then, um, I don't know where this quote was uh, from, but there are three kinds of people who run towards disaster. Cops, firefighters, reporters. True. Mm-hmm. So that. true. Yes, so great that quotes. Is, that is happening, and... Um, one of Julia and I's favorite cover bands for a long time in the Twin Cities. Uh, they've been around since 2002. They are changing their name. <gasps> it's the, they do really 70s and 80s covers, but the name of the band is Hookers and Blow. <laughs> okay. They want to be more kid-friendly with their name? Well, Adam, Adam Levy, who started like the Honey Dogs, and this is his offshoot group, he, it was, you know, fun, but uh, anyway, uh, they're going to be the Sunshine Committee, but they said because... That is a 180. 80. 
From hookers Man. and blow oh. to the sunshine Sounds committee like connection. I know. Right. <laughs> well, here's why he's doing it. He said because of the rising opioid crisis and also that younger people have rediscovered blow cocaine. Uh-huh. And it's a serious problem. And this and just the prolific numbers that are happening in um sex trafficking. Sure. And he said the name started out as a joke about the excess of the music business. We're entertainers. We don't Mm -hmm. take ourselves seriously, but we don't feel right making light of prostitution when trafficking is a huge problem or kidding about drug use when there's an epidemic going on. So I like that, Adam. I like the Sunshine Connection. I do, too. I think that's a great name. The Sunshine Committee. Oh, the committee. The committee. I like your name better. The 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 Sunshine Connection. Yeah, yeah, the committee. But bell bottoms for days. Yeah, for days and days. So that's nice. So that's happening. And it's going to confuse people for a little bit. What? Is it going to confuse people for a little bit? They say, who are they, Who the heck well, is the Sunshine? Well, I always give them a shout out if yeah. I see they're playing at Lee's or something. Yeah. I and feel so like I'll it will remind people yeah. about it, but they really are a fun dance band. Um, I love the Honey Dogs. Their one album they have was so, so good. But um, yeah, and also Adam, um, he had, he had, he lost a son to suicide. Mm. Maybe three or four years ago. He does also have it like a, a kids group, like bunny clogs and something where he's like entertain, you know, younger people. And, um, but anyway, he's been very outspoken about suicide and stigma around it and all of that. So, so I, it's just time for an image change for yeah, the band. Yeah. And they're playing at Lee's Liquor Lounge tomorrow night. There you go. Oh, Friday yeah, night. Perfect. They'd be one of my weekend picks. So uh, I will remember now when I see the Sunshine Committee that it's the old hawkers and blow. Oh, yes. So, yeah, political correctness catches up with everybody. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I had to do today? So I'm going out of town. So excited. On Girls Trip. Uh, girls Trip. Holly, think... Uh, the girls' trip movie, as in the New Orleans trip. So you're going to be crazy. It's going to be yeah, epic. You're going to be epic and crazy. It, there's that's, five. That's so much fun. Oh, there's five. five people, which is perfect. It's perfect. It, we were supposed to have a sixth lady, but uh, she had to drop out for a very good reason. I well, mean, a very five, good reason. You can reason. fit into one car just fine. The beauty. Do your thing. We don't even need a car because we're staying in Hermosa Beach. Oh, look at and you! And you don't need a car. Oh, Lori. That is Bro Central down in Hermosa Beach. Is Hot it? Bro really? Central. Yeah, yeah. Oh, All yeah. the surfer Perfect. guys. Uh, it's going to yeah. be nice and warm dude, by dude. the time that you go there. <laughs> yeah. I say that because I, I lived with a friend for a little bit in Hermosa Beach. Oh, you right, did? By the, right by the beach. Yeah. Yeah, we're staying at a place called the Beach House. And it's right on the beach. And my friend, whose birthday it is, said, I wanted us to go somewhere where we could just Walk to music, walk to restaurants, be on the beach. And even then, you can just Uber to the next town. Manhattan Beach, Beach, Redondo Beach, Beach, all of that is in that drag. Yeah. So are you preparing yourself? Well, I've already staged. uh, and I've staged. I've been staging. Staging meaning, outfit. Hanging in my bathroom, you know, what I'm wearing and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Visualizing. Visualizing. (laughs) But I'm like, I got to go get food for Casey. Oh, and, that's so sweet of you. Oh, the man would starve if she oh. didn't. Well, it isn't that he'll starve, <laughs> but I just like, you know, he's doing all this 
Do you get stuff for meals or just little snacks well, for him? Listen to this. Listen to what I get the bully dog. <laughs> oh, um, he, he's got all these projects he's doing. He's painting our garage. He's uh, power washing like the pergola. So he's full schneidering while you're yes, away. He is doing all this work, all this good work. So I like, I want to, you know, just like make him happy. So I got him some brown Schweigert and some, <laughs> some rye bread from Cecil's. Okay. And oh. some coleslaw and some hard salami. Got him a pepperoni stick. What I'm hearing is that maybe it's a good idea that you're not going to be it. in the house when he's eating all of this manly meat. I had to get him some good pepperoni, not the cheap kind, but the good kind. Uh, some uh, Lund's wild rice soup. A Lund's quiche Lorraine because, you know, I got him eggs and bacon and some milk, and then a bunch of apples and bananas and some cookies. So it's all things that are easy to assemble, <laughs> yes. minimal cooking. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes. I get it, though. I yeah. get it. And then he'll be, he can always find something to eat because he is just Is he like, a grazer? Well, he's or- a worker bee. He'll, like, just work and work until he's ready to drop. And then I just, you know... I want him to think sweet thoughts about me as he's making his brown schweigert and pepperoncini. I mean, don't we all? Rye bread, uh, dunking <laughs> his cookie and his coffee. Nothing says romance yeah. like a brown schweiger sandwich a on a rye. No, Casey loves this crap. I'm telling oh, you. I just have indigestion thinking about it. Like I'm, on, I'm literally on fire. My I spent a hundred. I spent a hundred dollars getting him oh his manly, oh, manly foods. That is really sweet. I know. Oh, it is. I like, you know what? Bleep them and feed them. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Put that on a t shirt. Really? <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get. Oh, Pink, we love you so. She just announced she's coming back here next May. Awesome. May of 2019 for the beautiful trauma, the tour that she was just here. Obviously, they felt there was ticket demand. Well, she knows that people want to see her. She yeah. has such an incredible reputation yeah. live. And have you, You've seen her. Yeah, I just saw her in this last go-around. I've seen her like three times. She's amazing. Tickets go on sale next Friday for next May. Wow. Of 2019. I think it's May 19th, 2019. 2019. May 5th. May 5th, excuse me, Donnie. Thank yep, you. May 5th. So, anywho, okay, so we've got to talk a TV because you're here today, Holly, and mm-hmm. you and I had talked about, uh, like, I had been on the fence about going back to Westworld. Yes. I remember you being on the fence when I mentioned it debuted a couple weeks ago, a couple Sundays ago on HBO. Oh, no. And you stuck around for the first season, but I even remember at the time, a year and a half ago or whatever that first season was on, you were like, nah, I don't, like, what's happening? What's going on with the show? (laughs) Which is a a right criticism of the first season of Westworld. But uh, when my brother was in town for the Paisley Park thing, he's a big Westworld fan. It came on that night, the night before he's going home, and Casey was, like, a huge fan of the Michael Crichton movie, the one, the original that came out in the 70s something with With Yul Brenner. And he read the book, and so he's like, yeah, yeah, let's watch it. And that first episode was really great, and the second episode might have been a little bit slow setting up something, but I like it better than I liked the first season, so I'm glad we stuck with it. I think that the second season, what the second season has going for it is that it's more 
plot driven. You know the exposition of the characters because the first season sometimes it, it got it, it, it got, got very muddled. sci-fi. It got very muddled. Well, it got very muddled, very philosophical, very uh, interested in its own hype and then and its back own story. and forth in time quite a bit. Yes, back and forth in time. Now the second season goes back. At, there's yes, still some of that is. too, but it's it makes sense. But it makes sense. Yeah. And, and okay, so you watch the first season. Now you have the backstory of all the characters yeah. and why they're doing what they're doing. But now we're getting a little bit more. More of that backstory. It's just a more satisfying series overall. Yeah, I, I think it's good. And we're, you know, we were like, okay, we're glad that we're uh, on that. I can't wait to start watching Killing Eve and Handmaid's Tale. You haven't Tale. been watching Killing Eve? Okay, I Donnie, know Donnie shamed me yesterday for not you. watching Killing Eve on BBC Fabulous America. I, I have it on the DVR. Okay. I got Hulu to watch Handmaid's Tale. Okay. I, I know season three was just renewed for Handmaid's Tale. Everyone is raving about it. But um, Casey and I just have not really been doing, we've been like outside. We just haven't been watching been busy. TV. And the thing that we watched this week, uh, we watched, we caught up with Rise. Which is the NBC show about football and the high school play, and yeah. it's kind of it's by the Friday Night Lights guy. It's just I don't know. I, I you know and Riverdale, you and, know my oh, of Riverdale course. and Lori's I, Riverdale. I, I didn't see Riverdale yeah. last night, so we just haven't had time. And my husband is a weirdo. He wants to watch a show that's available. To go all the way through. No. So he wants to start a show. He yeah. doesn't want to do... Yeah. Uh, but, but that's but interesting. But we do it. Because we did it, it with Looming Tower. And we do it with Rise and Westworld. Well, I was going to say, not all TV shows are, are meant presented. To be no. 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 And especially, Lord, do not binge The Handmaid's no, Tale. No, I think no. that's do a not, one episode at a time thing. And it's released one episode at a time. Oh, it and is. Thank, like Looming Tower Like was. Looming Tower. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness because season two of the handmaid's tale is, is it, it is yeah. it's terrifying it's, it is it, it, yeah even did you see last night's holly yes i did that ending yes i did oh boy but i'm say, usually on the zeitgeist with this stuff i feel like <laughs> oh, julia right now oh my gosh well the thing with the handmaid's tale season two is that the first season ends where the book ends and so season two is taking it into places where you have no idea where they're going. Yeah. And so they get into more of the culture and, and it's, oh, I had to cover my eyes. I had to cover it, my eyes. And even my guy, he's like, that show's too scary for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> he won't watch it with me. He thinks it's too well, scary. Really? It's scarier than what's happening in real life. Well, that's what yeah, I said. I and I'm yeah. like, hey, look, if this was actually really happening now, who would be getting yeah. the short end of the stick here? Yeah, it you. wouldn't be you. Yeah. It would be me. The yeah. character that scares the bejeebies out of me is is the one uh, Villa Villanelle on uh, Killing Eve. She's a female assassin oh. who is completely without conscience. Yeah, she is my, scary. My brother said she's so great. <laughs> yes, her name is Jodie Comer. It's a British actress. Yeah, amazing. Oh man, I'd never want to run into anybody yeah. like that. <laughs> um. So anyway, so I I will will be doing that. And I know we watched one episode of Wild Wild Country. The first one? Yeah, the first the one. First episode. The first episode. And that's all I've up. watched. Yeah, that's all I've watched. We haven't come back to it yet. It, it's a lot to digest, and I think that the episodes are probably, ooh, at least an hour long a piece, if not more. Because yeah. that first one was, I feel like you can watch that on Some your other own time. time. Yeah. Some other time. Now, this, uh, we kind of thought this might be happening because there was an Instagram photo where a very giddy Vanessa Kirby, who played a princess. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. 
The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Margaret on the first two seasons of The Crown had her arm around uh, Helena Bonham Carter. And people are like, is that a hint? And then now it is indeed. Helena Bonham Carter is officially playing Princess Margaret in the third season of The Crown. Oh, this is such delicious casting. It is. So we have Olivia Coleman, who's replacing Claire Foy. You know her from Broadchurch. Tobias Menzies, you know him from playing Frank on Outlander. If you watch that show, he'll be replacing Matt Smith as Prince Philip. And mm-hmm. then we've got uh, Helen and Bar- Bonham Carter being um, Princess Margaret. I love this casting. It's I so love good. the casting. It'll be interesting to see. I wonder if they're going to shift the tone of the show. Because they're switching out the cast and it's a different time period. It goes forward it, 10, 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. And they're going into what that would be the 70s? 70s the, yep. the 70s. Oh, they we can can't. Make it. No, we've got, it's got to be 60s. It's got to be because it ended in the early 60s. Yes, with JFK. Yeah. So then it would oh, be in the mid 70s. Right. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Six, yeah. It was probably about 61 or 62 when he yeah, visited London. Yeah, so I feel mm-hmm. like it's early okay. 70s. Oh, it's going to get groovy and a lot of beehive hairdos going on there. Well, and I wonder who's going to play Prince Charles. Ah, because he would be a young lad. He'd be 26 getting together with Barbara Streisand, too, and Camilla. And Camilla. Mm -hmm. Right around that time. started. So anyway, if you are going out to L.A. for a vacation at all, the Crown Costume Exhibit is opening at the Paley Center for Media, which is right in Beverly Hills. And it opens May 12th, and it's going to be costumes, on-set photos, videos, and other Ephemera? Ephemera. Ephemera. What Mm -hmm. the heck is that? Just tchotchkes? Tchotchkes, this and that. Yeah. Things that are set, dress the set. Dress the set. Okay, so it's free and it runs through July 29th and it puts the British monarchy in context of American politics during the Kennedy era. And of course... The costumes are amazing. Well, that on the show crowd. is just sumptuous to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. you can just sit there and watch the costumes and the and the cinematography and all of that alone. Yeah. Even if the show sucked, you could still enjoy that aesthetic part of the show. Yeah. So, but the crown, of course, is not coming back until twenty nineteen. Well, it's not even coming back next early next winter because oh, it was december the last time oh yes. i feel like we have to just get used to the fact this that new we, thing this yeah. is the new thing think game of thrones it took a year yeah. and a half off even westworld took a year and a it half did. off it did <sighs> i know all, all right. right did either of you guys pay the six dollars a month like jason did about and get the cbs streaming service so you could watch the good fight no, no. <laughs> Ever, they love that show, though. I know. Well, did you watch The Good Wife? I never watched I, The I Good Wife. I did watch The Good Wife, and um, The Good Fight is the offshoot, and I guess it's ripped from the headline storytelling. A significant portion of the series' second season is focused on Donald Trump's 
presidency with recent episodes, each numbered to reflect how many days he's been in office and covering things like potential impeachment, the alleged P tape. Oh. And uh, they are really like all excited about it. And of course, the original creative team, uh, Robert and Michelle King, that were part of the good wife, are part of the good fight. And Christine Baranski stars in this. Yeah. I've heard good things, but I'm I'm going to have to borrow somebody's password for CBS yeah. All Access yeah. in order to get in on that. Yeah. So anyway, well, that is what is going on in the world of TV, people. Uh, also in the world of TV, uh, I don't know what Rudy Giuliani is doing, but I don't think he's helping President Trump with his uh, answers on these talk shows. That'd be a big no. That'd be a big no. I don't know what's going on. All right, listen, we will be back with Chris Hewitt. We're going to talk movies and Tony Awards. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon would be Bill Cosby and Roman Polanski. They have been expelled today from the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. Also trending today, it's World Press Freedom Day. And trending, it's Celine Dion. She has a new song today called Ashes. It's on the Deadpool 2 soundtrack. And in the video, Deadpool himself, played by Ryan Reynolds, makes an appearance dancing around on stage with Celine. Also, Donald Glover trending. The actor is giving an MTV Crib-style tour of the Millennium Falcon. Falcon, all for promoting Solo, a Star Wars story. Of course, Donald plays Lando Calrissian in the movie, and it's out in theaters later this month. David Beckham trending today because he was surprised by his son Brooklyn on his 43rd birthday, David's 43rd birthday, and David was moved to tears by the surprise, and David shared the moment on Instagram. That's what's trending here at my talk. Here is your forecast. Uh, partly cloudy tonight. 48 will be the low. Lovely day coming up tomorrow. A lot of sun and 78. Right now, it is 73 at my talk now you know what we know see more at mytalk1071.com Action, camera, Chris Hewitt is joining us. Chris Hewitt. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. You are, you are. Descending so, the staircase. Chris covers uh, theaters and movies for us. And, of course, the Star Tribune is your new home. Yes. And what do you make of the Movie Academy today booting uh, Bill Cosby and Roman Polanski? Well, my favorite, do you have the wording of it there? Because my favorite thing about it is the Academy encourages ethical behavior not demands or expects or it's like you know if you want to be ethical sure yeah they know what they're dealing with let's be honest it is weird uh wording the board continues to encourage ethical standards i mean it's as if they're acknowledging that they really would have to kick out probably 90% of their membership if they really the organization to wouldn't exist anymore. Pretty yeah. much. Why didn't they do it um, a year ago? Were they waiting for someone to be convicted, do you think? I mean, maybe. The weird thing is when he won, talking about Roman Polanski, when he won, everybody already knew everything they already oh, know the, now. For the, P, for the pianist? 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even then it seemed kind of weird that they were, that he was voted right. that award. It was obviously way before Me Too and Time's Up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But so it's not like there's any new information True. that has led to this. It's just that they're, I guess, bowing they're to pressure. Like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When Bill Cosby was convicted. Let's lump, we'll throw Roman in there and get rid of two under the guise of, you know, doing but, something and, good. And they but did now, get rid of Harvey Weinstein last year. They right, did right away. From the they Academy, did. Yes. But what are they going to do about Casey Affleck? Yeah. And I mean, there are plenty of others that they, I think, are going to now have to deal with. They've yeah. sort of maybe opened what would be the opposite of Pandora's box? I, I don't the know. The box of ugliness and <laughs> yeah. fear. It, well, it is a Pandora's box. It yeah. really is. Okay. So um, for movies, the uh, we, mm. we've been dying to talk to you about the Amy Schumer I Feel Pretty. Oh. We haven't, and uh, none of us have seen it yet. No. And we were kind of swayed. There were so many negative reviews, but then we heard from a lot of our. Listeners who enjoyed the movie and thought it was fun. Oh, okay, good. Because, yeah, I think it got a little bit of a bad rap. Okay. I get what people are talking about, that the issue is that she is this, whatever word we want to use, normal-looking person who believes that she looks awful and that that's a bad message to send. But ultimately, the movie does say it's about feeling good at whatever place you find yeah. yourself in and, and, and finding a way and to... It, was it funny? Because we heard is. from people who said it was like it was laugh out loud funny. Here's the thing. A.D. Bryant, I love me some oh, A.D. Bryant. she's great. Uh-huh. She is so funny in this movie. Amy Schumer, I'm beginning to be a little bit Luke on her. I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure what happened in there. I used to think she was fantastic on her TV show, but she's, I don't know, there's something about her. I like your new slang, Luke. Shortening <laughs> up Luke form to Luke. Do you think it's that so she great. just doesn't really translate to film that much? That might be Like it. in that kind of way of telling stories? Because in her TV show, Inside Amy Schumer, she was doing lots of skits and little short pieces. And Trainwreck, she and was so good. She was great in Trainwreck. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's not it. Maybe it's that I'm jealous of her really handsome chef husband. Maybe. I don't know. I know. Maybe you're holding things. a grudge over how bad she uh, and her script made Goldie Hawn look in oh. that terrible oh. movie. You are on to something. Yes. Because nobody puts Goldie Hawn in a corner and, and she, Amy Schumer dead. And she did with that character. It was just so... Snatched. They didn't even let her be funny. No. I mean, she was like the straight man to Amy Schumer, which is a terrible, oh, no. terrible No, you can't make Goldie, Goldie Hawn the yeah. straight person. No. So that's what I think it is. I think you're right. You're okay, right. Thank you so, for helping me get to the bottom of that therapist, this, Lori. Um, this movie block which really looked rather funny about the high school girls and the parents. And did you like this movie? I did. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's still out there. If, oh, you're, for sure. if you're not into Avengers or something, which people that's critic proof virtually. Yeah. In fact, I decided today I'm going to give myself the gift of not going to see the Avengers movie. So I read a list of the complete list of people who are killed in the movie. Yeah. It is extensive, man. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, not anybody you really care about. Yeah, Blockers uh, <laughs> is really funny. So it's uh, these three girls who are, I think they are seniors in high school. I wouldn't swear to that. I think mm-hmm. they're seniors. They're going to prom and they make a pact, sort of the classic movie pact. Yeah. Do people make this pact in real life that they're going to lose their virginity? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, there's certainly pacts of somebody's parents are got to get a hotel room, pacts to get booze. There could be yes. pacts for... To lose the V? Yeah. Yeah, it's maybe, a little maybe. bit of a stretch, yeah. but that could be a feature story, maybe. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they make this pact, 
and they go off to prom and after they leave for prom, one of their parents played by Leslie Mann checks her daughter's computer. No, maybe text messages and sees a lot of eggplants and peaches uh-huh. and suspicious emojis. Right. And they realize that this is what their daughters are planning to do. So they spend the evening almost in like a, um, is that after hours, the name of that Martin Scorsese movie yes. where they're going around. That movie is so weird. So they're kind of trailing them around, not Manhattan, but whatever mm-hmm. suburban enclave they're in trying to catch up with them and having misadventures on the way, including, which you've probably read about, John Cena having a beer enema. Yeah. And uh, at a frat party. <laughs> you may have heard about that. That is, that, is, that is a perfect person to get a beer enema. <laughs> His butt looks excellent from the side, oh, I'll say. I'm even sure. while that's happening. Little, little and profile. he was so funny in Trainwreck. I mean, that oh, was he's kind hilarious. of, yeah. So you think he's trying to go like in the rock direction? Yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I don't even, you know, I read the other day that he was doing some, I forget what it was, wrestling thing. And I'm like, wow, you're still even bothering with that? Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's time to devote yourself full time to, to movie movies. stardom. Because he's very charming. Yeah. Um, the movie A Quiet Place, John Krasinski, Emily Blunt movie, uh, finally saw it. It was so great. Just, Isn't it? It's so good. And uh, I never thought a movie that was so quiet would be so suspenseful. That childbirth scene oh is something. It is really something else. And they just announced, so I feel like A Quiet Place is last year's Get Out, where the movie the- studio heads are going, get me yeah. another no, Quiet Place. Sure. And I'm, I think Donnie told us this, that A Quiet Place 2, a sequel, is going to, has been confirmed to happen. Yes. And you can see in the movie where there's a spot for that. Yeah, for sure. I That makes sense to me. And yeah. as long as Emily Blunt is in it and John Krasinski is involved. And that Millicent Simmons, who plays their daughter, the daughter. and who is in Wonderstruck, she is the real deal. Yeah, I think. she was really good, too. She's great. And the little boy. So that, you, you'd be up for that. Oh, Quiet for Place, sure. The second for one. sure. Did you see it? I did not see it. I know. Are I you not a scary it. movie person? No, I am a scary movie person. Oh, okay. You'll like it then. Yeah. Okay, good. It is good. It makes me want... it's suspenseful. It's it, smart. Yeah. It's like psychological, not... Do you know or... if that book, The Bird Box, has been optioned? No. The Bird Box. What's that? Look up Bird... I think it's just called Bird Box. Yes, that is, uh, uh, what's it, Sandra Bullock is going to be in that. I, she I read, yeah, is? I told you about it a couple of weeks ago, and I mentioned that I read the book. I just finished reading the book. Oh, did you? Don't I, give anything away. I did. If only you guys talk. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a scary, it's oh, yeah. kind of, the, it reminded me of the of premise a of place. a quiet yes, place. Yes, it does, yeah. Dad, John Malkovich is going to be in Bird Box 2. Yep. Oh, Malkovich, there's a name you don't hear. Yeah, right. right. Sandra Bullock is Does, in this. Um, a Quiet Place, the movie that I was thinking of, that A Quiet Place reminds me of, I, I mean, I haven't seen it, but Wait Until Dark, the Audrey Hepburn movie, where she is blind. It doesn't have that claustrophobic element it's not, as okay. much. It's more like, I mean, I think some people have said that it's a little bit like that one with, is it called, what's the one with the guy played by... Ugh, I'm terrible. I'm it just flew out of my head. The guy who's in his house and the three kids break in. Not it follows, but I know. I Be saw quiet? this movie. Oh, I, I saw this movie where the kids break in. Yeah, and there's gonna be a sequel to that one too. Okay. It's more oh, so, in that kind of a okay, vein, so, except not quite as violent. Mm-hmm. It's okay, good. PG thirteen. All right. Okay, so you teased us on Twitter at Chris Hewitt. Or what are you at Chris H movie? What's uh, your no, handle now? It's 
uh, at Hewitt Strib. Strib. Okay, I knew you changed it. Thank you. Yes. Uh, that you talked to Marai? Marai Nagasu. Nagasu, who was a Olympian, and she's on Dancing with the Stars, the shortened athlete version, and the Dancing on Ice. Is Stars on Ice. Stars on Ice yep. is coming to the Excel this weekend, and we're talking to Adam tomorrow. Oh, are Adam you? Oh, fun. Oh, you're fun. Yeah. So what was? They're it? great friends. Yeah, I know that. Pick that up. What? What? What was? Uh, what was she like? Because you are. You go to. You follow ice skating. I know my triple axles. Yeah. And you're in a fact, figure skating stan, Chris. I yes. am. I didn't know that. That's wonderful. And in fact, I've been a fan of hers since she won her national championship, which was at the XL Energy Center when she was 14 years old in uh, 2008. Cool. So wow. it was fun to talk with her and. So Sort of. I mean, she's had a very up and down figure skating career. She's hung around longer than a lot of people have, uh-huh. partially because of the disappointment of missing out on the 2010 Olympics. Or excuse me, 2014 Olympics. Why did she? She wasn't picked by the U.S. Figure Skating Association, even though she finished higher than Ashley Wagner, who was picked. Oh. Was there and controversy she, about that there decision? There was big controversy because Mariah Nagasu had been in the previous Olympics in 2010 and finished fourth so she like had actual olympic experience but they did that not pick seems her seems very shady oh it was of course, very shady. Know everything olympics is kind of shady isn't uh, it yes. there's a lot of shady happening mm-hmm. and in fact um you can google it now or there'll be a link in my story in tomorrow's paper but there's this heartbreaking video at nationals in 2014 right after she was told you're not going to the olympics Aww. she had to skate an exhibition so she skates this exhibition which by the way was choreographed by adam rippon uh-huh. to on golden pond Balling oh the my whole God. time. Aww. You see her. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Her at the beginning of it, sobbing. She's sobbing throughout the whole thing, and she sobs at the end of it. Did it's so she, sad. Um, I mean, she must have been, like, thrilled to talk to, you know, a, a reporter who, like, you are, like, that's such a, you have followed that. I mean, you go to these ice skating, oh. the nationals, and that must have been kind of fun for her that you knew a lot of in-depth. Maybe. Maybe. She's, she, I mean, she's, she, and she's gotten into trouble uh, uh, in the past because of this, but I think she strikes me as a very candid person. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she had said, you probably remember during the Olympics, that she thought of her free skate in the Olympics as an audition for Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Yes. Uh, a lot of people were like, yeah. you should think of that as being in the Olympic, trying to get a medal instead yeah. of an audition for a TV show. Yeah. Well, One step at a time. Out. Yeah. Yeah. It did work out. She put it out there and. Uh, All right. Well, you are going to Broadway. Next week, and so we want to, Tina Fey was on with the Hoda and Savannah this morning talking about her Tony nominations for Mean Girls, so want to hear what you're going to see next week when you're in New York and listen to little uh, uh, Tina. Hey, Chris, I think that movie is Don't Breathe. Yes. Don't breathe. The blind man and the three people breaking yes. his house. Yes. Oh, Thank you. It sounds yes. scary. <laughs> it's good. It's suspenseful. It is. It is. All right. We'll be right back. We're with Chris Hewitt. You know I love it when the music's loud, but come on, strip that down for me, baby. Now there's a lot of people in the crowd, but only you can dance with me. So Just right about this time, yep. How many shows? 
Well, so the friend and I, I go with a friend or have the last several years. We've booked four. We have one slot open that we're still waffling a little bit on. All right. What are the shows? We are seeing the A-Gays in The Boys in the Band. Uh, Matt Bomer, Jim Parsons, Zachary Kinto, oh Andrew Reynolds. Oh, my wow. sounds amazing. Oh, my wow. <laughs> the, you know, it's the classic, I think it's 1969 play that for a while was viewed as homophobic and now it's kind of swung back to know this is an accurate, accurate picture of a time when gay men often were self-hating because the world hated them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to that. And we are seeing the first half, but not the second half, of this Angels in America. America. Oh, another. Andrew oh, Garfield my. and Lathan Lane are in. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And we're seeing the band's visit, the musical that's probably about to win the Tony. Tony Shalhoub is in it. Uh, I just said the word Tony twice in a row. You did? I don't know that you're even allowed to do are that. Are you going to Mean Girls? Or mean did you Girls see that last is a year? contender for the other slot, but we don't have a ticket yet. The other one we have a ticket to is, oh, Glenda Jackson, Alison Pill, and Laurie Metcalf in Three Tall Women. Which so, is nominated. Didn't that get nominated for some Tonys or at least a couple of the ladies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. all of those are, are Tony nominees. And then the other show could be Mean Girls, could be Bernadette Peters and Hello, Dolly. I guess those are the two contenders. Yeah. And we haven't quite narrowed it down. Okay. Hello, Dolly, you can buy right at the box office when you go in, apparently. So we could wait till game time to make a decision. But Really? Yeah. It's not so. I mean, I'm it used so, to have Bette Midler, and it was this like she's sensation. She's coming back for the last six and weeks. She's coming mm-hmm. back, so maybe people are waiting until she comes back to buy their. Maybe, but I would think Bernadette be. Peters would be awesome. Well, that's I mean, what I, I was thinking. She's a legend, and I would. Ra- I, I'm not the hugest Bette Midler fan, but I would rather see Bernadette Peters, who I love. Well, let's so. listen to Tina Fey and see if she persuades you at all to go see Mean Girls because okay. it was tied with SpongeBob SquarePants for the most the nominations. Broadway musical. I'm like, what is this? You know, if you hear the title. What is this, TV things. in 2005? What's going on? <laughs> so, um, and she was on, like I said, with Hoda and Kathy Lee this morning uh, talking about, uh, you know, the movie Mean Girls, the Broadway show Mean Girls. So, let's... so this is obviously it's your baby, something you've cared for and nurtured, and then you were bringing it to Broadway. Were you able to, like, keep in most of the stuff? Is it sort of like, is it just like the movie? Or? Yeah, we, know, we knew we had a sort of a tricky task and that we wanted people who were fans of the movie right. to feel like they got what they wanted. Yeah. They but want also, their fetch yes, everything else. Yes, but we also wanted it to feel like more than the movie because the movie's on cable like right now. You don't mm-hmm. want to pay all this money. And we wanted people who had never seen the movie to still enjoy it. So we, we worked hard and I, I think we've pulled it off. And obviously you did. And apparently, you know, I mean, times have changed and so technology's changed and, and our culture's changed and mm-hmm. you had to adapt to that, I would think. Yeah, the, you know, in the movie, Regina has a flip phone or something. You know, yeah. It's in 2004. Okay, I just got rid of mine, okay? <laughs> well, I think they're going to come back. I think they're going to come back in like an ironic way. Um, but uh, yeah, we had to include social media and a lot of people were like, well, you have to have it be all about social media. And and, and I was like, well, it is about the humans doing this right. to each other. So it, it people use social media, but at the same time, it's I, actually, in, I had a group of teenage girls come in like a focus group yeah, in the early smart. stages. Yeah, And one of them said to me unsolicited, she said like, please don't think you have to put a bunch of social media in it for us to get it like we live it we get it and i was like great that's really helpful to me well so there you go we learned a little something about mean girls i do love tina fey i do too and her husband did he help write the book he no he wrote all of the music and that is a little bit of a question mark for me he's never written a broadway musical before I know he wrote the Shades theme song. Of Smash. Too. He, he did well. He, he did a lot of the songs for Thirty Rock. Oh, he and, did. And, so and I think, that. and I think a lot of the music from that show was very clever. Yeah, and the songs I would agree. Muffin like Top, stuff, yeah. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. All right, oh, <laughs> look at Holly knows. Spooky, Holy scary boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. All right, so you <laughs> but, think that? I think. Here's my question, okay. and maybe your listeners will be able to elucidate this. 
I some like if I'm making a decision about Broadway shows and there's a limited number of slots and you can't go to mm-hmm. everything, sometimes they'll think, well, is this a show that it matters if I see the original Broadway cast sure. or if I see it on tour, which the show's going to tour. It's a big hit. Uh-huh. And I almost feel like this one doesn't matter because none of those people are stars. In True. fact, I haven't heard of a single one of them. Go even see by Bernadette Broadway Peters standards. and Hello, Dolly. We so just decided. Yes. It is done. Because <laughs> Betty Buckley is going to be in it here. And I don't like Betty Buckley as much as I like Bernadette Oh, she, Betty Buckley is going to be in the touring production of Hello, yeah, Dolly? when it comes to spring yeah that'll all be right. her all right no so then go see bernadette see i think that might be the answer yeah. and you're seeing so many legends why not add an additional legend, legend to the roster oh this has been so therapeutic, helpful <laughs> and Broadway therapeutic. Therapy. well let's listen to tina just talking about her reaction to getting the 12 tony nominations. oh yeah you've gotten lots of awards and nominations for things now in the in this world getting tony nominations 12 of them like what just how impactful was that for someone who's been we hear you cried i did i cried at the gym which i keep saying because i'm trying to get two free months at the gym (laughs) Um, (laughs) i'm sure they'll do it for you (laughs) but um yeah i didn't really you know we all we all start doing like high school plays and community theater in our town because you know especially when i grew up there was no youtube right Mm -hmm. we weren't it wasn't about cameras it was about trying to be in plays and so yeah I didn't realize how much it meant to me until I cried at the gym and mm-hmm. also felt like I didn't realize that I was must have been walking around like this for yeah. you know months and I was like oh okay and, and, and also the fact that your husband's and yeah uh, did it it's a lab- labor of love for the two of you yes He's a a family business my husband yeah. Jeff Richmond wrote the score with a lyricist named Nell Benjamin and uh, yeah it's great I'm beyond excited for him as well do you Aww. Oh, there you go. She is excited about She's it. She's delightful. And I love the idea of theater, little theater nerd Tina Fey in yeah, high school don't dreaming of winning a Tony Award I know, one day. I know. I do, too. Now, tell tell Holly and I what you think of this. Uh, mm. It's a Broadway musical that's going to be happening next year. They say investors are putting up millions of dollars, and it's a Broadway production of Princess Diana, her life. Um, there are 23 songs. Uh, it's uh, it's going to play at the La Jolla Playhouse until next uh, February, and uh, the music was written by Joe D. Pietro and David Bryan, who cool. teamed up for Memphis, which won four Tonys. And Bryan is the keyboardist and founding member of Bon Jovi. I guess Bon Jovi and his wife Dorothea were there. There were twenty three songs. The showstopper at the end of Act One is "Girl, a Pretty Girl in a Pretty Dress," about the day it was revealed Prince Charles had been cheating with Camilla, and she. Princess Diana emerged for the paparazzi in the sexy black off-the-shoulder dress, the bleep-you dress. <laughs> yeah, so anyway... The Will me- that be followed by the song, I Want to Be Your Tampon? Yeah, I oh don't know. Oh, that's so good. Please. <laughs> I just want to be your tampon. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, that was Prince Charles overheard on a tape saying Ew. that in a mushy manner <laughs> to Camilla. To Camilla to express her how much he loved her. Um, but anyway, uh, what do you think of that? Um, well, I guess I like it that it's a break from jukebox musicals and musicals based on movies. It's original material. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds a little unlikely to me, but on the other hand, it's probably a little Levita ish maybe, which also has an unhappy ending with the protagonist dying and the american public we are fascinated with all things royal princess diana it hasn't Mm -hmm. waned really at all if we look at harry and Meghan, i mean it's just yesterday continuation of the fascination yeah i mean yesterday we were talking about on the air we had at least i don't know 
five or six ladies contact us saying they're going with girlfriends to London, you know, over. <gasps> they are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To like just stand in the streets and yeah. throw to go to Windsor. Yes. Wow. See the carriage. Yeah, just be part of the festivities. So They should go to La Jolla Playhouse instead. Yeah, I, mean. I know it. I know it. So anyway, so the, it is coming. It's coming. It's coming to Broadway. I mean, I'll be cautiously optimistic about that. It's going to be sad. I mean, her life is, to me, so sad. But they could do it, like you said, in a kind of a celebratory way, I guess. I don't know. I hope so. Like her impact. and Yeah. all the She did some amazing things. I wonder if they got the rights to Candle in the Wind. That seems like a tough show to do without that. Yeah. Which they probably well, didn't. We'll see, we'll see what that little biatch Elton will give up as far as, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elton, you know I love you. All right, Chris Hewitt, thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. We appreciate it. We'll look forward to reading your Mariah Nagasu story in this